everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 520. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. And I'm Ari Rockefeller. Mako-chan will be right back. Yes, her computer crashed, so, you know, we are holding off, so she should be popping in any second now. So, I believe that's her coming in, because the screen itself just kind of just fixed itself in a way, so, you know. I see her stuff in the, uh, like in the, twi- in the Twitch uh, feed window. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm here. Hey. I don't know for how long, though. Mm. And, you know, for some reason, you know, my the, the sink is kind of off. It makes absolutely no sense. I think I got it now. It's like I'm watching us stream from my end and it's not real time it's like it's a couple of seconds behind so i'm just like what the hell and i i don't know what i'll I explain I open up the uh the twitch page for us and just move the skype window over top our window like, no 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 no, so no 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 that's not that's not really what i'm talking about when i run the stream and when we're on skype and i see everybody in real time I'm also seeing it real time in OBS, not like a delay. So there's got to be a settings change that I that I don't know about that I gotta double go back and double check. It might have something to do with the latency, but I all I know is it was I had this issue before. I somehow got it fixed, but now, like I said, I'll get exactly. I will get into that during our weekend day and all of that as I continue to shamelessly shill our show tonight because, you know, I'm still trying to tell people that we're live. <laughs> so, anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Uh, you, you know what? I, I, I absolutely agree with that. I just feel like I'm... An, not a cluster F, but just flustered, you know, getting getting everything together. It's it's I guess it's gonna be one of those days, you know. And I'm going to assume we lost Mako Chan again. Yep. Good lord I don't if I have to go out to her out to her studio and beat some sense to her computer, it's not gonna be good. Uh, and I, I'm just not in the mood for that. No. So, anywho, let me. I'm gonna try to l- continue to promote and make sure you know people come hang out and chat with us tonight. Cause it's, it, it, it's a deep day. It, it, it's a hella deep day. So, I wouldn't say dumpster fire, but you know. So, uh, anywho, let me go through the intro here real quick. Uh, 
We are live this today, week of October 19th, 2021, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session every Tuesday from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and that translates to 6 to 9.30 p uh, p.m. Uh, Pacific Time. Uh, come hang out with us every week. Talk, have some good laughs, some good times, some good fun. So come through. And don't forget, we're part of the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them at uh, vognetwork.com. And you, they stream every uh, on, starting on Sundays at Twitch TV slash Network. Kicking things off at 8 o'clock with the Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And don't forget to come check out our Discord, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel, so come through, hang out with us. It'll be fun, so please, come through, you know? It's all good in the hood. Let's see, is that everything? Yes, it is. So, let me go ahead and go to the next thing on the list here. And we'll go quickly around the room ask everyone how was their week how was their day Ari uh, well I'm on vacation this week from work which is good because nice. I sorely need it and with uh, Thanksgiving coming up well, the holiday season in general there's going to be plenty of opportunities for overtime because people are just going to want to not come in for work mm. especially on the weekends uh, I also like I also had to get a, get, you know, do upkeep of my car, and that was more expensive than I would have liked. Uh, got the oil change yesterday. That mm -hmm. was a little pricier than before. Mm. Damn supply chain issues. Yep, everything's going up. And uh, earlier today, I got all the tires of my car changed. Well, that's because, good. Because uh, well, the last time I got it tuned up at the at the Toyota dealership, they said you might want to look into replacing your tires there. They're kind of losing their treads, and one of them already had a slow leak, which would just constantly like pour out and turn on the uh, low tire pressure light, which right. drove me nuts. So it went over to this tire place near me, got them, you know, set up a meeting, uh, set up an appointment, got them changed. Was that like four hundred some odd bucks? Oof. Like four sixty something. But point is, you know, I got some fresh tires, and you know, I don't have to worry about them. You know, running low on me, and which is good because you know, AAC is this weekend, and well, I I picked the wrong week to uh, you know, make these maintenance issues with my car. You know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do have had, I have, well, have yet yeah, have money stashed away in different places, like right, like lines of security, lines of defense. I mean, so uh, you know, it's good I managed to. It's good I had. Uh, it's good that I was able to pay for it, but it still sucks that I had to use it. No, I I, I totally get that. Believe you me. I mean, I have like a an immediate savings account, and then I have money in crypto to pull, which I pulled I pulled from the crypto account so that you know I have some money to take between you know unemployment ending and starting my and starting starting my my new job. So I I've got uh, what do you call it? I've got stash. I've got Deferred compensation at work. I've got actual money in an envelope in my, on my dresser. Don't say that. They don't know where it is. But still, don't need nobody. Look, nobody needs to know where, where where the cash is at. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, and if we're out of sync or something like that, please let me know. That way I can kind of fiddle with the controls on the back end. So I just want to make sure that we're all golden here. So I'm just right now. All my my focus is going to getting up to AAC this weekend. Mm -hmm. I know it's close to Boston. Actually, no. It's an hour outside of Boston. All counts as close, given the uh, size of the city eh. and how densely populated this part of the country is. True. I mean, when we went up to AAC uh, before, uh, that's, that's, that was in Lowell. That's like 15, 20 minutes outside of Boston, so that wasn't so bad. I actually thought it was only going to be like 15, 20 minutes. So some, to one of my friends who's going, says, no, it's an hour out. I was like, oh, did not know that. All right, so my weekend day has been pretty good. I can't really complain, you know. Um, the job is going good. I'm still doing some type of training, so, you know, I think everything that I need to do for my job should be settled in by the end of the week. Um, I, You know how every job has that one co-worker you tolerate? I have that one co-worker. It's fun. I'm just glad for headphones so I can kind of listen to my music and watch various um, YouTube videos, you know, to keep myself entertained and busy while tickets are coming in. So I think I'm finally adjusted to the commute and I've, and I've kind of figured it out to a science. So I know exactly what time to leave. So I know exactly what time to catch that train and coming back this morning. My train showed up late and I was just like, God damn it. But, you know. And because of all of this, um, yeah, okay, but there are some things, uh, let's see, I, I was gonna say something, I, and, I, and I totally forgot, oh well, it's probably not that important, so, you know, alright, there's some syncing stuffs, but caught the lagging, maybe audio, all right, I, I am going to adjust, um, Skype settings here. All right, that's that's good. Um, let's see if I could do it here. I don't know what I did to fix that. Um, let me take a look here. Uh, anywho, you know, while I take care of that, if you're there, Mako Chan, how was your week? How was your day? I am here. Good, yay. As long as I don't open Twitch, hopefully I'll be okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so um, basically my weekend day was same crap um, that normally goes on. Uh, did a little bit of packing this weekend, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it. It was a very boring week for me. Hmm. I'm very tired, I'm very stressed, and yeah, so yay packing. <laughs> uh, that will be me, uh, to, that will be me coming up, so you know. Mm. Yeah, but we're doing it on a much smaller scale than she is. True, true, true. Yeah, I'm going through six years worth of crap. I kind of understand going through that feeling. I I, I kind of get that. 
And the ladies at Starlet Creation say they love you. Aw, hearts. So precious. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Coming up is housekeeping. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Um, don't forget every episode of Anime Jam Session from this year is on our YouTube page. You can find that at youtube.com slash anime jam session. Uh, click on the playlist podcast VOD and you'll find every episode there. And don't forget to check out uh, the VOG Network Pro Shop at vognetwork.com slash shop. Um, there's some cool merch on the site. So all your purchases help support independent podcasters and Twitch streamers like us. So please buy some awesome swag, you know. And also, this is our list of upcoming conventions. And so far, we're going on a good path, on a good path here. Uh, this weekend is AAC. Uh, DerpyCon is October 29th to the 31st. The Unconvention is November 12th to the 14th. Anime NYC, November 19th to the 21st. And ZenkaiCon, March 25th to the 27th, 2022. And this list can change at any given time based on local uh, COVID rules, laws, and regulations, and other information. And based on availability of our staff. Um... Next up is uh, Geek Roundtable. This is a part of the show where we talk more about our Geek Year Weeks. So, Ari, kick things off while I go grab my uh, item I want to share. Okay, well, uh, you know, hurry back because it's going to be a quick one for me. Phrasing. <clears throat> anyway, this is another one of the uh, shirts that I had ordered off of the... Uh, oh, of that, is aw- that is awesome. I think I need that shirt. Appetite for Endless Waltz. It's amazing. I saw it and I was like, I shouldn't. I don't really have the money. I had too much money to spend. I'm like, out of hell with it. Mm. Love Guns N' Roses, like 90 stuff. I got more than my friends uh, hooked on the band, too, at that same time. <laughs> That's cool. That first, uh, you know, and as good as Appetite for Destruction was, you know, that 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 uh, piano riff at the beginning of November Rain, that hits you, it's like... Mm. So now I'll make a total of three Gundam Wing shirts if I buy that one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, do me... Do me a solid... Uh, ping me the link where you got that from. I'll bookmark it with the other couple of shirts I do need to pick up. Okay. Sweet. Thanks. And Mako-chan, what do you have to sh- say for yourself today for showing showing things off? Um. Well, uh, going back to previous uh, things that I have shown, mm-hmm. um, I collect tarot cards. And... <laughs> This one has been on pre-order since February. Mm. And it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So finally I have it. And uh, yeah, so my love of the labyrinth and David Bowie and tarot cards. Oh, fancy. Yeah, it's it's very like it's definitely um, different 
uh, all of these suits are named differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to to keep it more in line with the theme of the labyrinth. Right. So that that was a little weird, but other than that, I was uh, I like it. Sounds good. It's it has a very like book artistic feel to it. Okay. Okay, so wait. Why are you going off? Uh hold on. There we go. My webcam microphone was on, so I had to go mute that real quick. So I don't remember showing this off, but um, as you all know, basically, my number two uh, Love Life character is Yoshiko Tsushima, better known as Yohane or the Fallen Angel. And I have told my story of this one figurine that I wanted, and by the time I had enough money in Amazon rewards, it was sold out, as in I can't get it on Amazon anymore, but if I do go looking for it now or on eBay, it's going up to 300 so... I'm like, nah, I don't really want it now. I actually have friends in Japan actually went looking for it, but they could not find it. So they went and got me a different uh, figurine. Uh, this Yohane figurine right here. This this one, let me bring it down a little bit. Nice. Thank you. So, so now I gotta. Um, this is from the Love Life Sunshine Over the Rainbow School Idol movie. So that this is the outfit that she wears in that one. So now I just gotta find a spot to put it up. So you know. Then again, I gotta find a spot for the rest of my figurines. I think I may have to um adjust one of the shelves. I may have to adjust one of my uh, shelves for my DVDs and start putting figurines on display there and just kind of put like, I get some type of plexiglass to put in front of it like, you know, like a door or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it's going to come down to. All right. Um, before, and as the La Chocola says, that's one of my favorite outfits from Sunshine. You are a woman of culture. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so before we get into uh, tonight's topics, um, I want to I want to uh, drop some news real quick. I wasn't expecting to do this, but um, I just got uh, uh, you probably saw it on my personal Twitter account. You probably saw it on the Anime Jam Session Facebook and Twitter account. Um, it's with a heavy heart to let y'all know that. Um, Christopher Ayers, better known as the voice of Vegeta in Dragon Ball Z, uh, passed away earlier today from uh, COPD. Um, as we all know, he's had a, some some health issues over the recent years, but he's always been a strong person, always been a motivator, always been a go-getter, talented voice actor. Um, Right now, the voice acting community is coming together, you know, mourning the loss of one of their own. Um, and you've always, you've definitely seen him at conventions. You can't miss him walking around with his giant uh, plastic uh, cup, which he usually has, like, I think he always has, like, juice or water in it, which was kind of cool. So, you know, um, like I said, this information just came out. I just found out about this, uh, I'd say, maybe 
about three hours ago. So there should be more information in regards to this coming up on like an anime news network, hopefully. And perhaps we'll have some more detailed information on next week's show. Uh, you said he was the voice of Vegeta. He I'm not Vegeta. I meant Frieza. Frieza. Good God. Am I, I, am I out? Am I really that out of it tonight? Yes. I'm fairly certain. Jesus. Look at this. Just uh, kind of screwed with your uh, faculties, too. You know, you, this is not what I expected to see before the show tonight. You know, uh, I, 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 you're absolutely right. It's just, you know, I just was not, you know. God, I am. So, uh, uh, God, God, I, I, I am so sorry about that. About that mistake. So, so sorry. All right, uh, I'm going to take a step back and kind of refocus real quick as Mako gets into our next couple of articles. I, I think that the whole out of sync thing is throwing me off. So probably after the show tonight, I'll be probably playing around with settings and so forth. So, Marco, what is going on with, with over at the House of Mouse, a.k.a. Disney? Yeah, so it seems like the uh, House of Mouse is trying to cash in on all of that anime money. Mm. Uh, so what is going on is that... Uh, the Walt Disney Company announced during the APAC content showcase that Disney Plus will start streaming a couple of exclusive anime in Japan, but it does not specify exactly whether or not these titles will be shown outside of Japan. Um, so right now, it looks like at least in Japan... Um, the uh, Disney Plus will start showing uh, Tatami Time Machine Blues, Black Rock Shooter Dawnfall, and mm. Summertime Rendering. On top of that, uh, which I'm kind of excited about, is let me pull that one up now. <clears throat> um, they also announced that they are going to be teaming up to actually put out an anime for Twisted Wonderland. Mm. And I know that we've spoken about that. Twisted Wonderland is uh, actually a uh, mobile game in Japan. Uh, the English version has not yet been released, but um, now they are actually getting together to do an anime. Um, <clears throat> so it's actually the... Uh, art is designed by uh, Black Butler's Yana Tosobo, uh, Toboso, sorry. Um, <clears throat> and the characters belong in houses at Night Raven College, mm. where the player arrives after being suddenly transported from another world. Um, so it is very much like my uh, beloved demon game that they turned into an anime um except that all of this are bishy men based off of the villains of the disney series um the art is amazing the storyline is pretty damn good as well um they did go a little bit crazy in japan with products and merchandise for this game so I was not surprised at all to hear about them doing a series based on it. 
it's Disney. And... What do you expect? Exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm excited. I am really hoping that this is one of those that they do bring over um, to the U.S. Just because I know I want to see it. Mm. Um, and again, it is being uh, adapted and will stream exclusively on Disney Plus. So here's to hoping I get pretty boys. <laughs> oh god. You're terrible. Wait, no, so they're all pretty boys based on uh like villains from the Disney movies? Mm-hmm. So rule sixty three in full effect then, huh? Very much so. Okie dokie. Do not provoke her. What? Yes, they are all pretty boys based off of all of the Disney villains, including the females, and they're all pretty boys. And it makes me happy. (sighs) Too late. (laughs) God. Anywho, let's talk more about Something that I think everybody's very appreciative of. The fact that the original cast of the anime Cowboy Bebop are coming back to voice their real-life counterparts in the live-action series. Now, I think if they didn't do this, somebody probably would have tried to burn Netflix to the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it so horrible that I want to watch this now with Japanese dub just so that I can relive watching that series? You want to know something? The fact that you brought this up, think about it. When we when we sit here and watch live action uh, J-dramas and K-dramas, most of us anime fans, otakus, or weebs, or whatever, will watch it in the original language and follow the subtitles. I think to the point, when Cowboy Bebop comes out, I think automatically we're just going to make turn on the Japanese subti- English subtitles and do just be like, oh, I gotta go over here, then activate it, you know? I, I, <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. So basically... The entire cast is coming back except for Unsho Ishizuka, who voiced Jet Black, who passed away uh, some time ago. Uh, he that ro- the role of Jet Black is, Black is being done by Titan Kusunoki, but there will also be some new uh, cast members too. Uh, Masako Isobe as Mao, who was originally played by uh, Kazuaki Ito, and one of my favorite seiyus, Romi Pak, as Shin who uh, Nobuyuki Hiyama voiced in the original anime. And for those of you who don't know, Romi Paku voiced um, Edward Elric in Full Metal Alchemist. And Tamari from Naruto. I can't believe I actually blanked, blanked out on that. What's the matter with me? <laughs> You're doing very well tonight. Oh, shut up. And for those of you who who don't know, here's a quick rundown. Koichi Yamadera as Spike Spiegel. Norio Wakamoto as Vicious. Megumi yes. Hayashibara as Faye Valentine. Gara Takashima as Julia. So I think that's going to be fun. 
And what's also interesting is that Netflix will be streaming the original anime worldwide outside of Japan starting on October 21st. What's interesting is it's already streaming in Netflix in Japan. So if you're probably wondering, well, why is it sharing it outside of Japan on the 21st? Funimation has has North American rights to the series, so you know. So if you want to watch it, you can always head over to Funimation. So the live action series starts November 19th, one month from tonight. The series will have 10 episodes. I, I can't wait to see how they're going to do. I, I simply can't wait. Hmm. So, and for those of you who don't know what the series is about, here it is. Cowboy Bebop is an action-packed space western about three bounty hunters, also known as cowboys, all trying to outrun their past. As Different as they are deadly, Spike Spiegel, Jet Black, and Faye Valentine form a scrappy, snarky crew ready to hunt down the solar system's most dangerous criminals for the right price. But they can only kick and quip their way out of so many scuffles before their past finally catch up to them. The series stars John Cho as Spike, Mustafa Shakir as Jet, and Daniela Pineda as Faye, Alex Hassel as Vicious, and Aline Satine as Julia. And what's interesting, um, one of the cast members is Tamara Tooney, who's Anna, the Martian club owner. And if that name is kind of familiar to you, she was she was on Law and Order SVU for several seasons as the Emmy. And I'm like, look at them like that sounds from that's who that is. And to make it more enticing, definitely watch the show. Don't forget, uh, Yoko Kano is returning to compose the music for the live-action series. And the live-action opening will have Tank. So, you know, that's going to be good. Yes. And uh, they did do their version of the opening of the opening sequence. I kind of hope that is the actual opening sequence of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking get hype, everybody. I know. And season two is already... They're already planning it, so we're, so let's watch this, support this, so we can get a season two out of this. So, I I I can't wait. That's another that's another opening song where it just hits you and it never lets you go. Exactly. All right, Ari, what is going on with the heavy metal project? Oh, what indeed! Mm-hmm. I'm getting into my wheelhouse. <laughs> So, heavy metal-themed multimedia project, The Last Metal, has revealed cast infos, videos, and a visual for its first band, Venomous 8. The project's concept video includes a voice behind four of the band's members. Nara Shinguji, played by Kanito, on vocals and guitar. Junasumi, Arthur Lonsberry, on vocals. Van Ugaki, Ryota Suzuki, on vocals. And Maya Kudo, Keisuke Ueda, on vocals. It also includes band manager Volka, who is played by Toshiyuki Moikawa, who worked on things like Devil May Cry, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable. Mm. And they got a short music video released for their debut song, Rip. Uh, Yashihara Takanashi, who has made stuff for Naruto, Fairy Tail, and Zombieland Saga, is producing the music for the project, which revolves around a group of deceased youngsters who were given the right to return the earth as the chosen metal band of the god Vool. Mm. Wow. 
I mean, that premise is just like... That's fucking brutal, man. <laughs> See, either that or get, you know, getting whisked off to Valhalla. <laughs> also, uh... Does anyone post a link into the... I'll do it. Alright, cool. The, uh... Like, the first, like, splashy Majora, like... You think eight bands... Like, eight band members are like... Uh, that that's usually a little uh, excessive, don't you think? Like, usually you only see like four or five. Right. That's like the mean. But uh, they got here like uh, keyboarders, one, two, three, four, four guitarists, one, two. Oh wait, wait, one, two, three, three guitarists, a bassist, uh, two singers and a like, sorry, two or three singers and a drummer. Because mm. it's. Like, oh, God, it's going to be like Slipknot without the masks. Still, it looks like a hell of a time. Definitely. Uh, Let me minimize that real quick. All right, let's see what else do we have here. Ah, a follow-up to a story that we talked about last week. Um... We talked about, uh, I believe, if not last week, a week before last, uh, Dirty Pair. And basically the Kickstarter is fully funded. I think there's still time, so I might just, I'm probably going to try to throw money onto it, so. But what's great is that uh, retired voice actress uh, Pamela Lauer is returning to, uh, to, to um, the, re- the reprise voice as Kay in the new dub. And as we have mentioned, Jessica Calvello will also return as Yuri for the new dub as well. Uh, she was, uh, Kay in the original OVA series. That was the only series, Dirty Pair series that was actually dubbed, so. And as we had mentioned, Right Stuff and Nozomi Entertainment launched a Kickstarter earlier this month for this, and their goal was 275000 It hit basically 372000 by the time we got to this article. But if you go on the website, um... I'm actually, it's at $432,739. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. With 11 days to go. Wow. I might have to wait until they actually release this, because, you know, I, 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 unless... I already backed two, it. Three, four, I'm like, five, screw it, I'm six, throwing my lot seven, in with it. Eight, nine, actually, no, I actually have time to back this when my next paycheck rolls around, so I'm good. I'm good. So basically, the the Kickstarter for this will fund the English dub HD release for the main television anime series. Now, if you, I believe there's also a level for the Blu-ray release where they will do the entire franchise as a, as a reward for specific pledge tiers. I wonder how much that is. Let me see if it'll let me without having to log in because I have not logged in and I'll explain that in the it um get you to oh i think it's 60 bucks yeah 60 bucks gets you the blu-ray yeah all right i could do that Uh i could definitely do that i'll have to double check what i uh, posted i know it's one of the it's at least one of the ones where you get your name in the credits for mm. special thanks section. Yeah, I think the uh, the first or second one gets you that as well. Yeah. All right. I'm 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 definitely going to throw money at that one. 
No, wait, the Blu-ray disc is the entire franchise, so it's basically... Okay, that's good. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making it a little bit more confusing than I'm able to figure out. My bad. So, here's uh, the breakdown for Dirty Pair. In the 22nd century, mankind may be technologically advanced, but there are still some problems that can only be fixed by a couple of women who won't back down from a fight. Well, now. These are the adventures of Kay and Yuri, the two official trouble consultants for the WWWA, World Welfare Works Association. They use their brains, brawn, and looks to solve any problem. They call themselves the Lovely Angels, but because their solutions often result in chaos and mass destruction, the rest of the universe has dubbed them the Dirty Pair. For Kay and Yuri, no two missions are the same. As the WWWA's top trouble consultants, they take on all sorts of odd jobs like chasing down treasure and high-tech ruins, fighting off political assassins, and even avenging the death of a placer statue. In the end, only one thing's for sure. Anything that stands between these two and victory are sure to be destroyed. Wow. Also, they don't like being called Dirty Pair, do they? I don't think so. And if you want to check out the anime series, uh, you can watch the original subtitled version on Retro Crush and Crunchyroll. The anime adapts Haruka... Takachiho's sci-fi comedy novel series of the same name, with illustrations by Yoshikazu Yasuhiko. The series started in 1979, and the 8th novel in the series, Dirty Pier no Dakiyoyaku, shipped in 2018 as the first novel in 11 years. Wow. Aside from the television anime, the novels have also inspired a film, as well as several video projects, manga, and American comics. Yes, I believe Adam Warren did two Dirty Pair ma uh, mangas, and one of them was called Fatal But Not Serious. It was really good. The title duo made their first appearance, anime appearance, in 1983's Crusher Joe, the movie. And it looks like we have some good news hanging out in the um, in the uh, in when it comes to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Ah, uh, yeah, this again. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, so Evie's going to be on a sled with Pikachu for the next Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <clears throat> uh, the number of anime games and characters featured at the parade just ballooned. God damn it, mm -hmm. even higher. The ninety-fifth event. Wow, we'll see the return of Pikachu, but everyone's favorite rodent won't be alone. Eevee will be along for the ride this time, sitting comfortably aboard a, comfortably aboard a, a Pokeball-themed sled. The thought, and uh, not the first anime character, Goku, got in on the action in 2018. And, well, the article brings up times when uh, other anime or video game characters' balloons uh, crashed. Like, in this one, they show when Sonic, you know, lost all his rings. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when you talk about balloons blowing up and... Well, not blowing up, but getting blown down and deflating. I remember when, like, way back in the day, when the, the Barney balloon crashed. Yeah. And, like, everyone was cheering for it. I like... Like, everyone in, t like in the crowd or whatever, it was just like... I can't blame them, but not something I expected to see, you know? Fair. Okay. Let me grab something real quick. All right. So, wait, this... 
here we go. All right. So I assume we'll all be watching the parade this year. Uh, more than likely. Mm-hmm. That's the only Thanksgiving thing I'll be doing. See, yeah. Seeing it live from 6th Avenue that one time was, was kind of worth it. <laughs> yeah, I basically will be watching that, going to get food, and then probably, you know, moving. <laughs> and helping your mom eat all that Thanksgiving turkey. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. You gotta get food. <laughs> I thought I updated this. There we go. All right, uh, last story of the night is right there in your wheelhouse there, Mako. Yeah, so, um, yeah, <laughs> long as series is long. Um, so this was uh, two days ago. So Monday uh, on the release day, um, Basically, the 100th volume of Detective Conan was released. With that 100th volume, it was announced that the manga has reached a circulation of 250 million copies worldwide. That's a lot. Uh, The manga has been going and serialized in Weekly Shonen Sunday for 28 years years it is one of the longest running and most popular weekly manga series in japan um so uh gosho who is the writer says hello this is oyama it's been 28 years since it started in 1994 when i first started i thought it would be a blessing if i could publish one volume after three months of serial serialization, but I never thought it would reach 100 volumes. This is all thanks to the fans who have continued to support it over a quarter of a century. Thank you very much. If you've bought all the volumes, your bookshelf is probably st- <laughs> stained brown. <laughs> but if you think of it as brick pattern wallpaper, it won't bother you too much. He's laughing because all of the bookends are dark brown. Oh. I was going to say, because that could be taken in quite the wrong direction. No, the the whole premise of that is like opening up a brick wall kind of thing. So the cover has um, the different characters on it, but the background is all brick pattern. Hmm. So a hundred volumes of nothing but brick pattern is going to leave a brown brick pattern. <laughs> So they ended up doing a huge 22-meter advertisement featuring the visuals of Conan from all 100 volumes um, that was displayed in the underground passage of Shibuya Station. Um, And (laughs) if you think about 22 meters, that's a freaking long-ass advertisement. Yep. Um, But it shows Conan um, dressed as... uh, you know, basically as all the different front covers, um, it has him dressed as uh, Kaito Kid. It has him in a um, uh, detective outfit. It has him in his normal school outfit. Um, 
so if you are a Conan fan, um, if you are a Case Closed fan, um, that's what it was in uh, the U.S., go ahead and check it out. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's a good one. I like it. And I as kind of, you know, want an actual picture of it. Well, as uh, Gina Brick One says, it's a good anime too, but it never got dubbed. Well, a couple of seasons have been dubbed by Funimation. Yeah, Funimation did fifty-two episodes, mm-hmm. which when you <laughs> when you look at the sheer size of this That's series, a drop in bucket. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it really isn't a whole heck of a lot. I think the ep- I think the entire season up all the se- the series is on Funimation and Crunchyroll. I think. Uh, I don't think the whole thing is, but most of uh, it. What they what they do at least for the Japanese uh, version, when they get the licensing rights for the Japanese version, they basically do it by series. Okay. And they'll put you know two or three seasons up and then take them down and then get the next couple of them licensed. Oh, sort um, of like a rotation. Funimation, I think, has the full dub up. Okay. Um. I, and again, I as much as I love this series, I really, really, really wish that someone would get the licensing rights, um, hello Funimation, and dub the crossover movies. Because I really, really, really want copies of the crossover movies with I Lupin. I think they could be friendly with Discotech Media and get it done. I think so. I It's just, it, both of the series, one, are going through... Um, anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Two, they're extremely popular, and I think that doing a specialty kind of thing like that, even if it's just you know, hey, we're only doing a limited amount. Here's five hundred of them. You know, here we go. I, I think, or even if they did a Kickstarter, I I would so freaking put money towards a Kickstarter, um, as long as I got both of the movies. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, and now that we got that out of the way, we're at the part of the show that y'all really stick around for and ha- and, and, and like just see how we react to it's. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan, and we have three great articles, and because of my fandom and the stuff I grew up on, I call dibs on number two. All right, I'll take the first one then. I will take the last one then. All right. Let me check something here, here real quick. Um, open. Nope, I need to log in here. I just need to check. I forgot to have to set up the background music, so so I'm trying. I'm logging into my little uh, online soundboard to pull them all down. And now here's a hope and pray that the audio will come out properly. <laughs> God. See, what is this? No, that's not it. Looking at all of these different things so I know what's what so I can properly run the audio. Worst case scenario, I can just run it through OBS or whatever. I mean, through VLC. Not that it really matters or something. Alright, let me see. Themes are here. Let me open this. Let me adjust this here. This is good. Um, That's fine. That's fine. 
Let's see. No. Let's check the mixer. Make sure it pops through the way it should. Huh. Surprise, it's not coming directly through that. I have this odd feeling it's going to come through the speakers. Let me check something real quick. Of course. And I apologize for the loud sound. I should have known it was going to do that. Really? Oh. Is this it? There we go. All right. Live television, boys and girls. That's how we do. Mm-hmm. All right. It's over there. I think I got it. Perfect. All right. Ari, take it away. Uh, so what happens to Daikaiju when they die? The tokusatsu genre in which giant monsters do battle and cause widespread destruction has been undergoing a bit of a renaissance lately with fun and interesting reboots springing up in Japan and the U.S. And in February 4th, 2022, a truly bold experiment in the genre is set to take place. Uh, Daikaiju no Atsumi, Atsushimatsu, literally the Great Monsters Remain, or Kaiju Cleanup, as it's, it's going to be called. Probably. I've heard about that. Marks the first time veteran film studios Shochiku and Toei have teamed up on a single feature. Uh, let's see, it's dead for pretty... Now, perhaps the reason the two companies are that this movie boasts the largest monster in Japanese movie history, and it's dead for pretty much the whole film. It, pick up, it picks up where most tokusatsu left off, the evil kaiju collapses in defeat, the hero walks off in the sunset, roll credits... But all those poor extras who have already been through so much now have a gigantic rotting corpse to dispose of. Ooh. The film was written and directed by Satoshi Mikis and stars Hei Sei Jump Ryosuke Yamada and Taos and Tao Tushia who played Makimachi Misa in the Ruroni Kenshin live action movies. Ugh, mm. I can't talk tonight. Yamada plays a member of Special Forces you know, along with Demolix, Demolitions expert Bruce played by Joe Adagiri, each tasked with conflicting missions of how to dispose of the 350-meter-foot-long corpse. Of 11, 350 meters, about 1,150 feet. About one and a half size of... One and a half times the size of the Tokyo Dome, and some fear may explode if not dealt with soon. Oh, boy. Let's see. On the other side of the situation, Tsuchiya is a stars as a secretary to minister of the environment and is overseeing disposal while her husband, played by Gaku Mata, who is also the secretary for the Prime Minister of Japan, becomes increasingly frustrated with his office being kept out of the loop. Meanwhile, acclaimed actor Toshiyuki Nishida, known for his roles in Outrage and Suribaha, Suribaka Nishi, or Fishing Fools Chronicles, plays the exhausted Prime Minister who struggles to hold the country together in the chaotic aftermath of the Kaiju battle. Hmm. Yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they don't show this part on TV, do they? No, they do not. <laughs> like, or like 90% of the time, it's just the monster, like the monster or kaiju disposes of itself. It just explodes. And again, no one thinks about all the, you know, property damages things do. Like, or let's say something like this thing in the abandoned building district. I, I may have to wa watch this, so. 
seeing oh, it from apparently, like, hmm? I'm not sure if it was in cat, it was in character or not, but Jason David Frank said, like, why do people move to Angel Grove if it keeps getting attacked by monsters and whatnot? And he said, like, property level, like, property values are super low down there. Makes sense, you know. It's like we move in, we live in certain parts of Jersey, I'd be wary of hurricanes or certain eastern seaboards and shit, you know, like, eh. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of hurricanes, but the property like, tax is cheap, you know? Like a, a five-bed, five, five, five bath and say, you know, somewhere in like rural Georgia or Alabama or whatever might cost like a hundred, hundred fifty thousand, whereas a whereas a two-bed, a three-two shack up here will be like three hundred fifty thousand, you know? You mean one point five million? <laughs> uh, I said New York. Like that's New York. Shit, man, that's North Jersey <laughs> and parts of Central. What's a Central? Oh, don't you even start that. <sighs> Mako Chan will roll up and key your car. Go right ahead. She'll put. Like. Ha <sighs> And I see it, Abiri says, I live like three blocks from the ocean, but there have been a few issues with the hurricanes the past couple dozen years. Fair enough. Yeah, that's one thing I definitely remember from going down the shore. The closer you are to the beach, the, cl- the uh, more expensive it is, like not even a question. No, I, I, I get that. And as Game Girl X says, tornadoes the issue now. You know, I I, I never would have guessed tornadoes would be an issue living in New York City when, like, I'd say maybe about 15 plus years ago, seeing reports of a tornado touching down in Bay Ridge, and then a couple of more tornado sightings in Brooklyn in the last couple of years. I I never would have guessed that. But, you know... I imagine if a tornado rolled up in Brooklyn, the Brooklynites would be like, the fuck you doing here? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you pull that Brooklyn tornado, it's like nothing, motherfucker, and just take your ass. <laughs> oh, well. Mm. Somebody wants attention. <laughs> and as a Connie Darrell says, I'm not leaving Atlanta anytime soon. Hey. <laughs> eh? Do you, bro? And as Game Girl X says, the one that hit us from Ida missed us by a half mile. We couldn't leave the house and the roads were blocked and traffic was awful. I could imagine. Oh, God, I could imagine that. I'm just glad that y'all are okay. Hmm. Beery says, back when I was in high school... I remember the days of don't go outside. There are deadly force winds in suburban New York. Yeah, I kind of grew up in in suburban. Yeah, I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anywho, let's talk about something kind of cool and funny and awesome. Uh, let's talk about Tom and Jerry. And you're probably thinking, what? Yes, Tom and Jerry. The quintessential cat and mouse duo have been entertaining fans with their antics for decades now. And due to the limited dialogue of most of their famous shorts, they have an appeal that stretches across all manner of language barriers. 
They've gained a new lease of life in Japan's chapter of the Cartoon Network channel. So there's a whole new generation of fans of their Technicolor slapstick antics. Now you know who Itchy and Scratchy is loosely based off of. So there is an official Tom and Jerry Japanese Twitter account that uploads fun clips and merchandise, which is really cool. The fandom of Tom and Jerry is so huge in Japan that there are a pair of limited time official cafes themed around the cast, which is open now. And there's one open in Osaka as well. Uh, the former will open in Shinjuku's Lumine EST in the box and cafe space. And the latter will open on the fourth floor of Abano Q's mall. And it looks really awesome. So what can fans expect to dine upon at the Tom and Jerry Cafe? Well, Jerry's bound to be happy as most of the meals center around that perennial favorite of cartoon mice, cheese. All three entrees star a healthy dollop of cheesy goodness. There's Jerry's Cheese Omelette Rice, a decadent fusion of Japanese and American comfort food, the Boom Macaroni and Cheese Burger, which stuffs a cheesy helping of macaroni atop a hamburger patty. That sounds really good. And lastly, the Rolling Meatball Pasta, which is a serving of meatballs and pasta drizzled with melted cheese. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now, if, now, they also will have a line of desserts. So, you have the Jerry and Tuffy Tiramisu. And that's, that's really cute looking. And if you have a more of a savory palate, there's a Chase Cheese Set, which is a great shareable option. It comes with tiny cheese ice cream parfaits, cheese tarts, and a tasty tomato bruschetta as well. Wow. Now, if you want more ice cream, you can indulge in the Be Happy Cheesecake Parfait. And this is where they got Mako-chan. And it's a <laughs> mixture of black currant and cream cheese ice creams. And it's served with fresh fruit. And it's topped with the iconic illustration of a cheese-shaped Jerry. If you remember that one cartoon where Jerry ate that whole wedge of cheese and he just became that shape of the wedge of cheese, that. Oh, yeah. Now, the cafe also serves what's called little cake plates, each with mascarpone cream cheese sandwich and a cake, plus a tiny serving of cheesecake. And you can even pick whether or Tom or Jerry is peeping out from your plate. That's really cool. As Quest Buster says, I just ate, but now I feel hungry all over again. <laughs> and if you're thirsty, Tom and Jerry each have a signature cream soda. Nice. Uh, Tom's is cream soda is green and Jerry's is orange. And there's also for Tuffy, there's the cheese cream tea. This drink contains a black iced tea with a sweet cap of creamy cheese foam. And then there is the Tom and Jerry Cafe Latte, which sports the cafe logo on top. And there's tons of merchandise as well. The cafes were reportedly open as a way to celebrate Cheese Day, which falls on November 11th, so they'll remain open through November till the 14th in Osaka and December 5th in Shinjuku. Now, don't get caught like Tom at the end of every episode. Snag up your chance to attend before it dashes away. And the theme song is running through my head, so yeah. <laughs> I remember I rented the NES game, and I think I beat it in a weekend and I went sometime where down line I ended up checking out the Super NES version of the game much harder. All right.
right, Mako, you're up. Okie dokie. So it looks like we're not the only ones that are dealing with uh, shipping issues. Mm. Uh, Japan is also dealing with some issues. And KFC is the one that's, uh, you know, having those issues. So it seems that um, some of the KFCs in Japan are out of french fries what yeah um some of the restaurants are entirely out of potatoes so they've had to stop selling french fries until they can get more a process that's going to take weeks um again this is due to the coronavirus Mm -hmm. Um, the pandemic is continuing to cause problems for shipping and logistic industries and the distribution of the supply routes that uh, KFC Japan's potatoes, um, which the chain imports, forced the company to start suspending French fry sales starting last Friday. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, So basically everybody's kind of in shock. And right now um, some of the stores still have just because they had surplus um, some of the stores state that they are going to start selling French fries again on October 21st, mm. though that's still tentative because a lot of the companies are a lot of the franchises are still completely out. Um, the company does say that it's going to be branch by branch on mm. what can be gotten. So I guess if it's a branch that you know, really sells those potatoes, they'll be the ones getting whatever comes in. But yeah, so um, Japan is running out of potatoes. You know, the KFCs will be running out of fries and the mashed potatoes, you know. So that's two sides are going to end up losing. (laughs) Yeah, at this point. I mean, it's possible that uh because it's not like they're getting fresh potatoes for those mashed potatoes. Mm. Um, so there is a good chance that it'll be easier for them to import powdered potatoes for instant potatoes mm-hmm. than it will be to import um, actual potatoes or um, frozen potatoes. NSC DeBerry says, I mean, there was someone who called the police on McDonald's down here because they ran out of McNuggets. And I heard about that. I heard about that. Jesus Christ. I mean... Where does this happen? Florida? Yes. No surprise. (laughs) Come on, dude. um, I'm surprised he didn't ride up there on a crocodile. (laughs) God, you're terrible. But my thing is, KFC got rid of the potato wedges and replaced it with french fries. And now, they're running out of potatoes. This is what happens when you fuck with the potato wedges. Oh, okay. I miss the potato wedges. So do I. I never liked the potato wedges. Blasphemy. They, didn't do, they didn't do anything for me. Blasphemy. What are you going to throw uh, holy gravy in my face and watch my face burn off? <laughs> she might. You can get a priest to consecrate gravy. Go right ahead. <laughs> And we and There's look, something you don't say every day. And look, we have potato wedge fans in the chat. 
Oh, man. Uh, look at that. We're come down to end of another episode. Um, yeah. And before we get into, um, our closing credits, I forgot to mention during my weekend day, part of the reason why there are some technical issues on the stream is that I wiped out my computer over the weekend and installed a fresh copy of Windows 11. Here is the quick story. I had been beta testing it for about two and a half months, and I went out and decided to get this audio interface, which is supposed to be better than a Scarlet, Focusrite Scarlet. Tried it out, tested it. It was great, except that when I would run background music in, it would cut out a lot. So I figured, let me load like the universal ASIO drivers. Yeah, that broke my computer. So I'm there I am, messing around with the BIOS, resetting the BIOS and all that, just to get it to boot. So over to, so Friday night, I decided to sit down, wipe, wipe it out, reinstall Windows. And I had a problem trying to get that done until I found there was a BIOS update for the board and it allowed me to update, when uh, do a fresh copy of Windows. But I also forgot to back up my um, OBS scenes and so forth. But since I basically know how it's supposed to be through muscle memory, it's there. You may see there's some slight changes, but that's how it works. So the next thing I am going to try and test out, if I can find it, is this. This PreSonus audio device. Now, if I can play background music on this without it cutting out and causing issues for others, this will be re replacing my mixer. If not, there is another mixer that's in my uh, Amazon wish uh, list, or I mean cart, that I will be purchasing and trying out. So that's what happened. So hopefully by next week, I'll have the audio video, the video audio sync up working fine. I'll play around, do some testing. I'll try something tonight. So now that y'all know, I think it's time for us to pack it up and get the hell out of here. What do you say? Yep. That's a good idea. Perfect. So if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So you know if we like it or not. So yeah. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our weekly podcasts, anime reviews, editorials, cosplayer interviews, cosplay tips and tricks, uh, links to our uh, Facebook page of convention and cosplay coverage, and our YouTube page full of uh, cosplay and convention videos. All that and a lot more at AnimeJamSession.com. And if you want to check out some of our older episodes, if you're a new listener, check it, us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, any app that you use for looking up podcasts, just search Anime Jam Session. Over 500 episodes for you to listen to. Some good, some bad, and an evolution of sorts. So check those out. Plus, those apps allow you to leave reviews. So if you could, drop us a review. We'd like to know. Uh, don't forget to follow us on our social medias, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's Anime Jam Session. Follow us on those so you know when we're going live, when articles are going up, when videos are going up, when photos are going up, all that and then some. And we have a tip jar down below. 
click on our links to our Streamlabs account or into our Ko-Fi account. Every little bit helps to keep the show going and we appreciate it. You don't have to, but we're glad that you did. And if you don't want to do that, drop us some bits, cheer us on. And auto-hosting is no longer a thing, so if you follow us, and when we go live, if, you, if you're a streamer, host us. We appreciate every little bit, you know? That's how we do. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. Uh, I'm, I can't think of anything but other than going to AAC and getting back to conventions again. Last words, Mako-chan. Uh, I am so tired, and I am excited to go to bed. My last words is, I think I drank a little bit too much water, and I don't know why I'm still drinking water. Guess you gotta hydrate. <laughs> mm. That is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with our review of AAC and then some. And if there's time, we'll have some articles. We're going to talk. We'll have a good time and so forth. <sighs> good times are good. So that is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Perfect. Awesome. We're getting out of here. See you all next week. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, dammit! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!